All right. Good morning, everybody. Nikki Burnett here, Taste Life Nutrition. This is Taste Life Nutrition Radio, streaming live on KUHSDenver.com, where usually we like to have guests who are doing really cool things, but today is going to be a little bit different and hoping to do this a little more regularly um, because I really want to have more interaction and more meaningful conversations as best as possible. So, let me turn my music down just a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about what we are doing. So, first off, Taste Life Nutrition Radio, we are here to do our best to bring you the best in uh, what we know to be truth in health and wellness. Um, there's a <laughs> There seems to be a lot of science out there that is not real science uh, as of late. And so, in my mind, we're working toward... Uh, evidence-based and want to bring the truth when it comes to uh, the best we can to physical, mental, emotional, health, spiritual, financial, relational, all of the things that make a difference in in our world and in our lives and in who we are and our ability to live this big, amazing gift of a life that God gave us. Um, we all have really big things to do. And you know, what was interesting is as I was was work, talking, you know, working through the show in my mind, um, you know, what I had said, you know, what you know, entitled it was, you know, nutrition and genetics, and these are things that I love to talk about because it's amazing stuff. But, you know, I talk about a lot also living this big life and living um, all of the, you know, doing all the big things that we're here to do, but really so much of it is about the little things. It's the little things that really, really matter. Um, and I think it's so important to, to take that into consideration, and I think that's what we're gonna talk a little bit about today. Because um, all it's, it all comes together, right? It all is um, sort of wrapped in a little bow to create this big life. And you know what we know is when we don't feel well, when we're stressed, when we're frustrated, when our financial health is out of whack, when our relational health is out of whack, and of course when we don't feel good, um, those things affect us and they affect our ability to live, um, live as fully as we were put here to live and make the impact on people that we were put here to impact. And so first of course we always start the show with gratitude. Um, I'm grateful for uh, and I've said this for the last three weeks, but it's really true, um, that this is really a beautiful, sacred time of year. Uh, and I am I'm grateful for Christ's sacrifice for all of us. And, um, and I'm grateful for the friends and the family who, have, who constantly work to build me up. Um, and, you know, I think that's all of our jobs is to b- build each other up. Um, but I have people who are there to support me, my husband, my family, amazing friends. Uh, I, you know, I talk about this a lot, but one of the, one of the important things that I think that we should do, uh, that we should really try to focus on is, is being really intentional about who we surround ourselves with uh, and who we surround ourselves by. Um, and ensuring that when we surround ourselves with people who are lifting us up, of course we're doing the same, but that we're not allowing anyone to bring us down. Um, and I think that it's, it is really key 
to life because when you're lifted, then you can lift more. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm grateful for this time of year, grateful for, for what this year has brought, right? Um, this year, my word of the year was growth. Um, and, and it was very broad. It was, uh, it was personal growth, spiritual growth, professional growth, um, all of these things. And, you know, I look back at the beginning of the year and the way that I came into the year and honestly came into it a little bit out of fear uh, because of, you know, the two years prior to that have been, were, you know, difficult, as we all know. And so um, this year is, is a very different mindset and very intentionally a different mindset. This is not a year of going into fear. This is going into a year of, uh, as I told uh, one of my coaches, this is going into just the year. Uh, this, is, this coming year is, is the year and it's the year of impact as far as I'm concerned. And that's, that is my word of the year next year is now impact and I hope to impact as many people as I can and hopefully that just spreads. Um, I hope that we all have a goal of making impact and it goes back to just the little things. It's the little things that really matter and so before I start getting too deep into this I want to make sure that you know that you can ask questions. I have my personal uh, Facebook page sitting in front of me so hopefully if you have questions you can get through that way I have my glasses too so I can see <laughs> but on my uh, my business Facebook page on taste life nutrition Facebook page that's where a lot of the questions I have it up on the monitor you can feel free to ask any questions that you like I'll do the very best that I can to answer them and to have some fun and um, do this I think on a regular basis. I think it's I think it's good for me, and uh, I want to again. I, I really want to have bigger, broader conversations that hopefully will make bigger, broader impacts. I think that that's the important stuff. So I will keep a watch, and I hope you just put your questions in and let me know what you have. So. Um, with that though, I want to talk about the little things and I think about the little things in life that that have literally changed the trajectory of my life um, because I, I was actually listening to a podcast a couple of nights ago and it was a, a couple of high level guys who were talking about how each person can make a difference and what I see what I see in practice, what I see with um, with clients, what I see what I see all around me, especially with people who are suffering and struggling with what whatever it might be. Again, it can be mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, financial, relational. All of the things are going to make an impact. All of the things are going to affect the other things. This isn't you know physical health in a bubble. This is our spiritual health affects our physical health. Our mental health affects our physical health. Our physical health affects our mental and our emotional health. So it all comes together. It's a very holistic, uh, beautiful little uh, connected, all of these little connected circles that impact each, each other. And, and understanding that can help to help us to, to give us guidance and then of course build our team to help us um, move into the direction that we want to move in our life. And so it was 
what I find in practice, because if I cannot lose my train of thought, what I find in practice is people are so often disempowered um, because they, you know, for me, it's all so much of it is about physical, mental, and emotional health, especially the physical health. Um, but they come to me so often deflated, frustrated. They don't understand why their body is so angry with them. They don't understand why they hurt all the time. They don't under understand why they are unable to move through life the way that they want to, why they can't accomplish the things in life that they want to accomplish because they hurt or they're struggling or they're fearful or they have anxiety or depression and, and all of these things. And yes, much of it can come from nutrient deficiencies, micronutrient deficiencies, toxicities. Um, but we can also, you know, we had a show where we were talking about um, our history, our history both our own history as well as our, our, our family history has an impact on who we are today, how we operate, how we view the world, and how we, how we uh, live our life. And, and, and understanding that and taking a step back and, and knowing that who you are and everything that you do and everything you say can and will have an impact on your life and on other people's lives and I think it's really really amazing and so the small things for me you know I one of my favorite things is to look back and to see where you have the little God winks and you have the little things that have happened that have that have have been in the moment maybe very very small but literally changed everything about where you're going and which is what happened to me. So I, I, I was thinking about this and I wanted to give a little story because my, I had, you know, my trajectory changed in an instant, uh, essentially. And I had no idea at the time, but I remember I, I had met a friend of mine, Michael, if you're watching, yes, this is about you. Uh, but this is, this is interesting because this was, we met at a networking, networking meeting and we were just going to have coffee. And I was, you know, sort of making my way in, you know, the corporate world and, you know, um, and enjoying it. And it was good. But I always, for my entire life, I've always studied nutrition. I've always been, that's a huge lie. Since grad school, I studied nutrition. I was interested in science, um, but I had all, I, I studied nutrition for whatever reason from the time I got out of grad school and on and it was a it was a love from the beginning of when I discovered it um, I couldn't stop studying it it just and still it just never stopped so I met with my friend Michael and I want to remind you if you have questions please post them in the taste like nutrition Facebook page or in the in my personal Facebook page I'm happy to happy to answer any of the questions for you um, to have a conversation but anyway, um, back to the little things that matter. I had this conversation where my friend Michael says, so oh, we just, we're having coffee and talking about health and wellness and where we are and where, uh, where people are uh, as far as health is concerned and how, how frustrating, frustrating it is and how disconcerting it can be and how much information that is out there. And I remember him saying to me, I'm gonna go to nutrition school. And I remember this amazing amount of uh, 
just awe and and not jealousy, but you know, just like, oh man, I wish I could do that. And literally, my words to him were, "That would be amazing. I would never have time to do that." Um, and so then we went on with our conversation. But I remember that conversation so vividly. And it was a few months later that I was laid off, and I I went around, you know, just not happy with with myself I was frustrated um, and finally took the time to take a step back and thought this is my time and had it not been for his converse my conversation with Michael it probably would have never entered my mind I would have gone right back into corporate America now you wonder you know had it not been for that conversation would I have made my way into nutrition anyway I was already on my way there uh, because of I because I studied it so much, but I didn't know it wasn't front of mind. I didn't think it was something that I would ever be able to do, and that coffee conversation has brought me here. Um, and then so many of these steps, you know, I can think of you know what brought, actually brought me to radio. Goodness gracious, gracious, my friend Lowell met him randomly through a friend who I met randomly. I was talking to my husband the other day, and it's like dripping. You know, just like they do in social media, just like you, we do in our campaigns, it's these it's these little drip campaigns that we have on each other and that we have in our lives that move us in the direction that we're supposed to go. And sometimes they're big buckets of water, right? But really, so much of it are these little drip campaigns. And you know, I would was on Lowell's show a few times, and you know, it was it was just that drip, drip, drip. Till finally, I was ready. To make the move and I was ready to get out get out of my comfort zone and and sit here and just talk to a bunch of cameras and hopefully talking to a bunch of people and I uh, you know getting something out of this when I talk about you know you know my my view on health my view on lifestyle and how important it is to understand the little things matter so let's go back and talk about what little things do matter when it comes to our health and to what we do every single day because what I know is we do these we do these these little things we think don't matter I can say you know being on the show to me does it matter maybe I hope so you know when people come to me and say yeah you've got this from your show and I it, it's 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 huge and I think okay this is what it's for it's to hit people it's to educate it's to to build up it's to to bring goodness and also share the guests who I have who I bring on because they have so much goodness to share that's what this is all about um, and bringing that it's empowering it's empowering for my guests It's empowering for people who figure out something from whatever it is that we're talking about about their own health and about their own wellness and about their own abilities um, and so, you know, when we look at nutrition and lifestyle in the terms of genetics and epigenetics, and so if you've not joined me on the show before, then I want to I want to just give a little explanation of epigenetics. If you know, if you listened to me before, then you know what this is. Um, but epigenetics is is essentially locations on genes that have the ability to turn on and off and are the controllers of gene expression and so when genes express they can express in uh, you know health they can express in in you know clear mind they can express in lack of disease or they can express in 
disease. They can express in, uh, you know, anxiety and frustration and all of these things. And the thing that we need to remember when it comes to health and lifestyle is, again, it's the little things that matter. The little things add up to the big things and have the ability to create the health that we want or create the dishealth or dis-ease that we don't want. And so I hope that, that that my goal is for that to be empowering because epigenetics is empowering. Epigenetics is our, it's our lifestyle, it's our food, it's our stress levels and our, and our abilities to mitigate um, our stress levels and to keep them at a normal level. It's our toxic load, it's our ability to, to detoxify, it's our ability to, to help our body detoxify. That's in our hands. We have the ability to do things to support our liver function and our kidney function and our skin and all of these things that are detoxifying organs. Things that we can't control necessarily is what's in the air. But we can control what's in our home. We can control what we put on our skin. We can tr control the thoughts that are in our minds. And if we're getting to the point to where we're not controlling the thought that's in our minds, maybe then there are some things that are, that are problems with that. Maybe there's some nutrient deficiencies that aren't allowing the neurotransmitters to be produced properly. And so you have this, this, you know, this, this, uh, these thoughts that just, you know, go, they just circle around, you know, one after the other, after the other, and they never stop. That happens to a lot of people. Could that be micronutrient deficiencies? Could it be toxicities? Could it be an inflammatory response to, to an infection that's going on? So many of these things are so important to keep in mind and to, to, to take to heart because what we're often told and where I think a lot of times the power has been taken from us is when we go to a practitioner whoever the practitioner is and they don't listen the way that they should um, you know we find this a lot in, in conventional medicine and who do we blame for that uh, that they give us 10 minutes or 15 minutes and it's only one one concern that they can listen to and then they have to move move on to the next patient uh, is it you know is it is it medicine is it insurance is it you know what can it be you know we have a we've got we've got an amazing amount of resources when it comes to health and wellness and when it comes to medical care and our acute care is not surpassed um, it's it is amazing but we are failing with chronic care and what we see is people are slip you know slipping through the cracks because it's difficult it, it a lot of times it's it's hard to take the time with patients due to whatever the reasons are to, to really dig, and that's where we come in as functional practitioners to look for the root cause, to dig for answers, and to, even if we can't find the exact answer or multiple answers, there are often there, there are multiple things that are contributing to whatever the, the problem may be, um, then we can, we can at least find where the imbalances are and start to bring balance to the body so that it has the ability to, to, to hopefully mitigate, eliminate the symptoms on its own. And that's what it, what, that's what it needs. Um, and so I want to remind one more time, so anybody who might be on Instagram, uh, feel free to go to the Taste Life Nutrition Facebook page where I'm answering any questions that you might have. 
regarding health, regarding wellness, regarding um, anything that might be on your mind. Uh, I'm going to do my very best to answer the questions that you have and to just, you know, sort of have a fun conversation. I, w I would love for this to be um, interactive. And, uh, you know, here, as always, I'm here to be a resource. I'm here to be support in any way that I can. So feel free to reach out, answer any questions, or ask any questions. I'll do my best to answer them. But until that point, we're going to just continue to talk about things that I love to talk about, um, which is going to be impact and epigenetics. Those are the things that are um, really sort of front of mind, mind for me these days. Um, but then when, when we take a step back and we understand that the thoughts that we have can create stress, right? The thoughts that we have, can, is, they're negative thoughts, they can create stress. Stress is then going to increase cortisol. So in, uh, elevated, uh, chronically elevated cortisol is going to create an inflammatory response. Um, what's going to happen then? Well, who knows? A number of things can happen. You know, we can end up with an, uh, intestinal permeability. We can allow for pathogenic or pathogens to, to flourish whether they're opportunistic or truly pathogenic, they can flourish. Um, stress can, can upset our microbiome. So many things that we do on a day-to-day -day basis that we can just take little tiny steps to, 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 to mitigate and to allow for the body to balance. Um, another small thing that I think is really important and often missed uh, because it's hard. We live in a fast world where everything is fast paced. We live in a place where we have to go, go, go. Even if we're sitting on our computer all day, we're on Zoom all day, we have to go, go, go. So we have to eat between meetings, we're going, we're, we're you, know, you know, just constantly on the go. And what happens if we're eating in a place where we're stressed? So that is our sympathetic nervous system is the the stress it's the uh, I got things to do I got to go it's the elevated cortisol levels it's the constant um, uh, fight or flight even if you're sitting behind your computer it is your body is is in fight or flight probably um, unless you're doing things to mitigate that prayer meditation um, you know, getting away from the computer. I think the blue light can cause a lot of stress as well. But what we often do, we're finding ourselves, we go, we grab food real quick, we're eating it on the run, we're eating it between meetings, we're not slowing down, we're on our computer, we're working, we're talking with people, we're on the TV or, or watching the TV. All of these things that, d that don't allow our bodies to, to, to become calm and to move into that parasympathetic uh, state that is the rest and digest. So what happens when we have these consistent elevated cortisol levels and we sit in fight or flight is all of the, the our core blood or much of our core blood, it goes to our extremities because our body in fight or flight is like, I got to go, I got to move, I got to be able to do things quickly. So it goes to our extremities. When we're in, in parasympathetic, then, then the blood goes to the core it's, it's nourishing and it's allowing for the body to work properly. It's allowing for the pancreas to create digestive enzymes. It's allowing for them to then be broken down and the body then to take up nutrients and allow, allow them to be better utilized. So 
if we're constantly in fight or flight, our digestion is not going to work properly. Our detoxification is not going to work properly. We're not going to be, we're not going to have the ability to, to move nutrients and to eliminate toxins and these things that are so important to what our body needs to function on a day-to-day -day basis. And so, what I hope is that you know you know one of the things to take away from today is to consider um making your meals or if you're not making them pulling them out of the refrigerator or if you go get them at chipotle whatever it is that you do that you're taking it you're taking the time to get away you say your prayer over your meal whatever it is that you say you, you thank you thank thank your the you know of course i thank god i thank christ but you thank your farmers i thank them as well because without the farmers, we don't have food. Um, you know, without you know so much of our our world today, we don't have food unless you're able to grow your own, which is awesome. Because then you know where it's coming from. But take take the time to think about where the food is coming from. Take the time to think about um, what a gift it is, and and smell it, and take small bites and taste it, and allow the body to come down to be calm to to have the ability to move the blood to the core so it has so it we can rest and digest and be calm and clear the mind and allow for proper utilization of the nutrients you know i would i would go so far to say is that a lot of us are nutrient deficient not because of because we're not eating good food and not because we're eating bad food but because we're not slowing down in eating, so our body doesn't have the ability to utilize what it's taking in. <coughs> Excuse me. And so, quick reminder, if you have any questions, feel free to send them my way. I know that this is the first time, uh, and so if there are no questions, that's okay. But we're going to keep doing this because I, I, I do want to have more of an interactive, fun show uh, occasionally. And, and uh, again, my goal is to be a resource. I want to bring you people who are amazing and I want to give resources to you so you can take them and utilize them or share them or whatever it is that you need to do because my goal is to 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 build, to uplift uh, and to have some fun, right? You know, life is about having fun and, and you know, we're not having fun, it's boring. So. Um, this is fun for me. <laughs> it may not be fun for everybody, but I do love talking about health and nutrition and all of the important things that uh, that we have in our world, uh, all that we have to do in our world to build each other up and to create a place of safety. Um, I think a lot of, of so much of what's going on in the past couple of years uh, has left people feeling unsafe which is, is too bad, um, and, and I get that. You know, there's a lot, there are a lot of things going on where it's not safe. And um, so much of what we can do on a day-to-day -day basis with ourselves, again, going back to doing the small things and, and, and doing the little things that matter to, to us as individuals and then matter to those around us, um, those are the small things that can make really, really big impacts. Um, you know, we talk about a lot how, you know, God created us 
um, as energetic beings. And so often when we talk about, you know, we have energy around us and our energy affects other people, it sounds very woo-woo, but it's really not. Um, you know, the evidence shows that we, our energies affect those around us um, and those around us, their energy affects, affects those around them and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And so really taking the time to watch your, your own mindset and what you are saying to yourself and what you are putting out into the world literally can change the world. And so I talk about this a lot when it comes to soulful conception. You know, soulful conception is my new program launching mid-February, and it really is about um, taking the time to prepare for, for conception, for having that baby, making sure your body is in a place to where you have the ability, this is for men and for women, but you have the ability to be as healthy as possible so that you can create, carry, deliver a healthy child who grows up into a healthy, productive adult who then passes on your genes, your epigenome, to generations to come. And the data shows seven generations. So what we, you know, we can look at this in a couple of different ways. We can look at the epigenome historically which is so amazing. Um, but we also, we know that looking back, you know, it's a lesson and it teaches us, but there's nothing that can be changed about it. So we don't want to, we don't want to uh, harp on the past, but understanding why we do what we do based on our history is, is pretty big stuff. And this isn't my world. You know, we know people, I know people, I've had uh, people on who, Joanna for one, who, is an expert at helping people understand their history, why they, their history, whether it's, you know, with their parents or with their great-grandparents, their grandparents or their great-grandparents, whatever it is, and how that has brought them to today and affected how they react and act in certain situations or with family. One of the, um, one of the great examples that she gave me was that there are there are women out there who want to be moms but they're not getting pregnant because they're afraid and this is this is deep emotional stuff but they're afraid they're going to be like their mom so being able to get past that working with somebody who can allow you who can who can help you work through that to get past it and then move into uh, okay now you're ready to get pregnant you're healthy, you're symptom free, you've gotten past the mental and emotional stuff. And with all of that too, you're gonna have much more healthy pregnancy, knowing that your stress or lack thereof is passed on to that child. Your anxiety or lack thereof is passed on to that child. Uh, your, 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 um, your, your, my words, neurotransmitters. All of these things are in your bloodstream moving through your child and through your child's bloodstream. And so moving through pregnancy in a calm, positive, healthy, happy state can bring calm, positive, healthy, happy children. Uh, and, and it only brings, for the most part anyway, good, healthy epigenetic expression. 
And that's what we want. That's we, what we want to, and this is, this is uh, there was a study done, I don't remember, it's been several years ago now, but there was a study done where um, people were getting just, you know, fairly simple preconception care and planning uh, for a period of time. And it showed that, that almost all of the negative outcomes that I don't need to go into right now, but we know what negative outcomes can be when it comes to um, getting pregnant, being pregnant, delivery, all of these things. Most of these these negative outcomes were mitigated. Uh, and I say mitigated, it just didn't happen. And so this is the goal of preconception care and planning. This is the goal of soulful conception. It literally is to work on and work through mindset. It's to work on the physical health. We find that so many women, men too, so many women have autoimmune conditions that are impacting their ability to get pregnant. Uh, some of them are undiagnosed and it impacts their ability to get pregnant. And so if we have the time to take a step back, to, to allow the body to repair, to replete nutrients, to get rid of, of pathogens, to, to, to reduce antibody activity in these autoimmune conditions, the body better is better able to work and focus on other things. So pregnancy is like the last most important thing, right? So we may think we wanna get pregnant, but we have, the men and women today who are struggling to get pregnant is, it, I mean, it's skyrocketing, skyrocketing. There are lots and lots of factors that are involved in that, but, um, but you know, we can take a step back and prepare and work on symptoms, whether the symptoms are autoimmune or not, if it's gut health, if it's as simple as heartburn, if it's brain fog, if it's depression, anxiety, all of these things that are based around inflammation. But we still wanna ask the question, why? Why are you inflamed? What's going on that's creating inflammation? What, is the, what are the processes that are not functioning properly that's not allowing the body then to, to, to to function. So a, a symptom is depression, and a symptom is anxiety, a symptom is brain fog, a symptom is pain, a symptom is heartburn, a symptom is a full-on disease because a disease is a cascade of symptoms, right? It's a whole bunch of symptoms together. And so we want to work on putting out that fire. When we put out that fire, we allow our body to balance, we're better able to get pregnant, and we're better able to have a full healthy pregnancy delivery that will, again, I can't say this enough because to me it's, it is, it's the most fascinating and amazing concept that, that what I do today, what any of us as parents do today, I'm not a parent, um, but what any of us as parents do today literally will affect the many generations we can control, we can create a healthy future. We can dig ourselves out of this place where we have depleted immune systems and, and we're, we're you know, so many people on antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds and heartburn meds. I'm gonna go into this because I think it's really important and there's such a lack of understanding of, of what these are supposedly, um, 
benign meds are doing to us. So, and I'm talking about your PPIs, your acid blockers, those things. So many people are dealing with heartburn uh, and, and, um, and some kind of GI dysfunction. And I know it can be really painful and really uncomfortable. And sometimes for a short period of time, maybe that's what you do to get it under control. But there are many things that we can do to get these under control, especially before it's, it's you know, eroded. You know, we, again, it goes back to digging for the root cause. We don't have what's called excess acid for just for no reason, just because. Uh, we have, it's actually not excess acid. In almost every case, it's not enough acid. And so your body's not producing enough acid and then what happens is you eat and then you get this, this influx of acid, which is then it's, it hurts and it's uncomfortable. And so then we take the PPIs and we take the antacids. And so there are a number of things that can go wrong with that. For one, know this, if you're taking a PPI, know this, that they are indicated, I think at max, like two weeks. I think I've heard there's some that say six weeks, um, but two weeks. We have people who are on PPIs for years and years and years. We have, you know, Tums that's over the counter that people are taking for years and years and years. And it's fine, it's fine that it's over the counter, but it's not benefiting us, it's not helping us, it's actually harming us. We have to have this acid in our bellies, we have to have an acidic environment to control pathogens, to break down food, to break down protein in order for our bodies then to have the ability to break it down further with digestive enzymes and then to utilize the nutrients within. And so if we are taking these, these PPIs and acid blockers that are not allowing our bodies to, to be acidic, or our gut, it's, it's, it's higher up, but to be acidic, to break these things down, pathogens flourish, our natural microbiome, our good healthy commensal bugs um, they tend to, to uh, become out of balance. They're too low and our, our opportunistic and pathogenic bugs tend to grow out of control. There are things like H. pylori, uh, who many say, um, and I believe to be true, that it is a natural, normal bug in our guts that is, it's, a, it's supposed to be there. For some people it's there, it can be beneficial in I don't even want to say moderation, I hate that term moderation, but in small amounts, right? Same with yeast, candida. You know, uh, women get yeast infections, that's candida. It can become a, it can be, can become a systemic in, 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 uh, inflammatory issue. You know, it can go to our nasal passages, it can do all kinds of stuff. But it is a normal, natural type of yeast, type of bug, to our microbiome. But what can happen then is our good, healthy commensal bugs are too low. These other micro, uh, microbes have the ability to flourish and they create symptoms. And even there are some commensal bugs that if they're too high, then they can be a problem as well. So that goes back to, and I'll get back to the PPIs, but it goes back to how do we supplement, if we want to supplement, how do we supplement with probiotics? We don't always know. Um, now with testing, testing gives us really good insight because we can look and see what bugs are there, what bugs are pathogenic and opportunistic that are out of balance, and what bugs need to be built up based on that person to help to, to, to bring balance to the microbiome. Testing is amazing for this stuff. Um, and so it is an amazing guidance. It helps me 
Um, testing is amazing in, in all cases. Um, this is how I built my practice, and it's how I, how I practice always because I test and I don't guess. So knowing, though, getting back to taking the acid blockers, getting back to the PPIs, not having that acid can allow for an influx of unhealthy bacteria, unhealthy bugs, unhealthy pathogens, worms, parasites to flourish, creating problems. I see parasites in people all the time. Uh, labs are not great at picking up worms, but we can have worms and they can create lots of problems. Um, and so taking, taking that, um, taking a step back and not just popping the PPI, oh, sorry, Let me, I'll finish my statement, but not just popping the PPI because you have some heartburn, but taking the step back and understanding why you're having issues with heartburn or you know, any kind of GI dysfunction in the first place is really what's key. Very, very important to understand the why behind it because there is a reason for it. There's always a reason. You may have to keep digging. That's why I tell you to build your team. There's always going to be a reason for it. But another problem is if you're not breaking down and utilizing your nutrients, think about calcium. So know this. Calcium supplementation by itself is a problem. So I don't know, I, I say this a lot, and it's one of, you know, there are a lot of things that I just feel the need to say over and over again, because we're told by so many people, whether it's Dr. Google or our primary care practitioner or whoever it might be, just to go take a bunch of calcium, and that's gonna fix our, our whatever our problem is, if we're osteopenic, if we have osteoporosis, you know, take your calcium. Our bones are not made up only of calcium. Our bones are made up of many, many minerals, trace minerals, and it needs cofactors. It needs all of its buddies, vitamin D, vitamin K, all of these things to, to put calcium into the right place. So I say this for a couple of reasons. PPIs are going to uh, not allow for the absorption of your nutrients, which includes your minerals, your trace minerals, your calcium. Um, and this, I think that a lot of what we see, a lot of why we're dealing with, in part, there are many factors to this, but why we see osteopenia and osteoporosis is because the crazy over-the-top use of PPIs and acids. But then we have something like Tums, which has calcium added to it. And we're, we're popping those, and we've got all of this calcium that we're taking, but we're also suppressing our, our, um, our, 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 our acid. And so we have excess calcium, and so what does it do? It doesn't know where to go, so it goes and it sits in brain tissue, it sits in breast tissue, it sits in cardiovascular tissue, uh, it sits in kidney tissue. Um, and so this, in a, you know, calcium is used as, you know, by the body, is it, you know, for scabbing, right? So when we have um, occlusions in our, our veins and our arteries, when we have occlusions, then, you know, a lot of it is due to calcium. The inflammatory process is the underlying cause, and then we have too much calcium at the same time. So and the inflammatory process is key to understand. We, we have to keep the inflammation low um, in order to mitigate all symptoms. Inflammation is key to keep low. So we have to find out why there's an inflammatory process going on. We gotta dig. We gotta keep digging. 
and you gotta keep doing the little things, right? It's all about doing the little things for you <clears throat> and for your body. So if it's, um, you know, eating some more vegetables, pretty simple stuff. You know, I get, I get a little bit frustrated when we hear we're supposed to eat, you know, 49 servings of fruits and vegetables. Yes, we're supposed to eat mostly plants. Um, I fully believe that. also fully believe that we are meat eaters. Uh, it's how we're built, how we're created. If we don't eat meat, then we are missing nutrients. And we weren't created to naturally just miss nutrients. We're supposed to get our, our, our nutrients through our food. And there are nutrients that we don't get if we are not eating meat. Now, um, I do work with some vegans, and, and that's totally fine, too. You know, then we just supplement. But it's, it's still, I'm always going to be as honest and as evidence-based as I possibly can when it comes to the truth about what creates health. Um, and good healthy fat, good healthy protein from, from animals that have been grass-fed, that have been pasture-raised, that have been treated well, that have minimal amount of stress. Um, all of these things are really important to us because when we, we eat good, these good, healthy, clean animals, then we're eating good, healthy, clean we're, our bodies are, are, are have the ability, we're taking in good, healthy, clean food, so our bodies are good and healthy and clean. For eating animals that are um, high in stress cortisol, you know, they're high in, in, in omega-6s, which are inflammatory fatty acids, um, low in anti-inflammatory fatty acids, then that's going to translate to us. We will literally be high in, in, in the omega-6 inflammatory fatty acids and low in the omega-3 anti-inflammatory fatty acids and low in conjugated linoleic acid, which helps with lean muscle mass. Um, and if, they're, if they are, if an animal is obese and inflamed, which is what conventional cattle are, then we're gonna be oftentimes obese and inflamed. And so uh, I, we're, I wanna, say real quick uh, if anybody if you're if you're on if you have questions then feel free to uh, to to post them and I'm sitting here watching and happy to answer any questions that you have uh, otherwise I'm just gonna keep talking but um anyway so the little things are eating good healthy food knowing what good healthy food is don't get tripped up by marketing Marketing is, it works really, really well. Um, and so we have, we have people who, you know, are gluten-free, but they're still eating terrible food. We have people who are vegans who are still eating terrible food. We have those who are, you know, there, you know, there's so many diets, um, and I'm not a big fan of the word diet. I'm a big fan of, the, of lifestyle. I do believe in therapeutic diets. I think there are diets that are necessary for a period of time, depending on the situation. And so that's why when it comes to, to needs the little steps that they can take every day to bring them out of wherever it is that they are that's creating their, their issues and their problems. Uh, again, goes back to it's the little things that add up to the big things. Um, it's going outside and taking a walk. It's going outside, not today, it's negative 13 outside. <laughs> or if you do bundle up. But um, it's, it's, you know, when it's summertime or, you know, when it, whatever, wherever it is that you are, if you're able to go out and walk in your grass, 
Walk in the grass, get the energy from the earth. This is so, so important. Take the time to be still. So many of us don't take the time to be still. And when, I, when I'm talking to my clients, it is, it, you know, it can be, it's a, it's a practice. Being still is a practice. And I, everybody, literally everybody says, I can't, I don't know how, my mind moves too fast. I was one of those people, it's a practice. Your mind is supposed to move. Your mind is never gonna be totally free and clear. It's always gonna have something going on, but you focus. And so taking that time to, to step back, and I go, so I tell my clients, five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening, just to be still. If you wanna do a guided meditation, five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, and then you'll build from there. Um, I've literally built up, you know, I, I, I mean, there are people who will meditate for hours and hours, which I think is amazing. I am not comfortable with that at this point, um, but I'll, you know, sometimes do 30 or 40 minutes, sometimes I'll do five minutes. But I am making a, a, a very concerted effort to do it every single day, even on the weekends. You know, sometimes it's the, well, it's the weekend, I don't have to do what I typically do. So it's the weekend, I can eat whatever I want. It's the weekend, I don't have to meditate. It's the weekend, um, I don't have to, I can sleep in, which, yes, I sleep in a lot of times on the weekends. But sometimes when we have sleep issues, we need to keep a consistent sleep cycle which is weekends as well, so we can we can get our normal sleep, so we can have that normal circadian rhythm, um, uh, and you know I, I also <laughs> I also have been gu been guilty of this, and many of us are. It's the weekend I can drink as much as I want, or it's the holiday I can drink as much as I want. I can eat as much as I want. Why do we want to be miserable? That's what I want to know because I've been there. I can say it. You know I I just go and I'll eat and I'll eat and I'll eat. And then I'm just like, oh, this, I feel terrible. I'm sluggish, I'm lethargic, or I drink too much and I feel terrible the next day. Um, I'm not so much there anymore, thank goodness. Um, you, know, it's a, you know, it's not a fun place to be. You finally you know, get to the place where like, I don't wanna do this anymore. Um, but I have been there. And it is, it's, it's, it's just about enjoying the weekends, enjoying the holidays, taking the time to appreciate, enjoy the life that you have. And you're gonna, you're going to, nobody's perfect, right? You're going to make the decisions that maybe you shouldn't make because you want to. Uh, I have some friends who brought us these, um, these chocolate, what are they, chocolate? I don't know what they are. They're delicious. They're certainly not great for my body. Um, and I've had a couple of them. And I'll have a bite, and then I'll leave, and the next day I'll have another bite because they're 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 big. I mean, they're they're big. But this is it. Really, is about just taking that step back and saying, you know what? I want to again. I just want to live as big and as healthfully for as long as I have here. Uh, we don't know how long we have here. We know uh, while we're here. I mean, at least I know while I'm here. I want it to be as impactful and as, as big and as fun and as creative as I can possibly make it. Um, I want to do big things and I want other people to do big things. And so in order to do that, I've gotta be at the top. I've gotta be at the top of my game. And I think that, that all of us do. Um, and sometimes, though, we just need a little bit of help, a little bit of guidance, 
to figure out what that looks like. Uh, sometimes we need help digging out of a hole. Uh, and, and I say that because I experience it with, with clients who, who it's so often you find there's a spiral, right? It started with one thing and then it spirals and 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 you don't know where to start. You don't know how to dig yourself out of it. That happens, but that's why I say just find your team. Find your people who you trust, who can help you figure out what it is, what the root cause is, even if it's mental and emotional, if it's physical, if there's a root cause to your financial frustrations, if there's a root cause to your relational frustrations. It really is about digging, digging into the data, digging into yourself, and, and asking for help. So often it's just as simple as asking for help. Find people who you trust. Surround yourself with people who are there to help to guide you, to build you up, um, who are smarter than you. Man, I'm surrounded by so many smart people. <laughs> really, that's, that's kind of my thing too, is uh, find, find people and surround yourself with people who are a lot smarter than you are. I do that. I get a lot of smart people around me, and I love it. Um, and and I take it and, and continue to build off of it and grow from it. And I think it's important. Uh, it also kind of you know, it humbles you a little bit, which is a good thing as well. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know the little things matter, and I hope that you 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 take that away from this. That the little things matter. The little things matter today, and the little things matter for seven generations to come. The little things matter for the people who you're around, the things you say, the things that you feel, um, the things that you experience, they all matter and they're impactful to the people who are around you. So if you ever have that feeling that what I do doesn't matter, what I say doesn't matter, know that it does. And know that even if you don't know it, and that's the hard thing too, is so often we don't know it. The, the fun thing when I was talking about my, my early on experience with my friend Michael um, is, you know, we're still friends and I, I can, we can talk about this story about where, where I was when I was, you know, sort of in, you know, corporate America and, and just studying nutrition just because I wanted to study nutrition um, and to where I am now to where I am more of an expert always have so much more to learn. I'm always, always wanting to learn and reading and doing conferences and trying to educate myself and again, surrounding myself with small, with smart people. Um, but he knows the impact that he made, which I think is really important, but we don't often know the impact that we make. And, and taking, taking the time to think about what you say and think about what you do and really pushing yourself and others to be the best that they can be. And when they don't feel well, pushing them and guiding them to uh, find the people who can help them feel well. We, we're in a, in, a, in a place, I believe, that it's it's not it's not it's not that it's we only have up because we can we can continue to go pretty far down with the way things are going we we're, we could have a tough few years ahead of us and I am fully aware of that um, but having having a mindset and an outlook that is you know positive and of service 
I think is what is needed right now um, in, in my mind. And I'm not here, you know, trying to preach. I just, it's just what I think is what I'm trying to do, you know. And when I talk to others, you know, when I'm, you know, networking with my, with my, you know, my, my friends, my, my lady friends and my, you know, mixed sex friends and all of those things, it is, it's really what can we do? How can we uplift? How can we be of service? And how can we make the most impact possible to, to change the traje trajectory of health in all of the ways that we are healthy or, or lacking thereof? Uh, so anyway, I am grateful for all of you, grateful for those of you who joined. Um, I appreciate so much the ability to 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 have a, a platform like this to talk about the things that I think are important to to have a conversation. We're going to do more of these where we're going to have people. We're going to we're going to allow for for questions to to be asked, so I can answer as many questions as I can. Again, my goal is always to be of service to to all of you. Um, you can go. You can find me in all of the places at tastelifenutrition.com. On my website, you can fill out a form. It's an assessment of your current health. It gives me a little guidance. It helps me see a little bit about what's going on, how your body's functioning. I'll reach out to you personally, and we'll chat about it, and we'll see what it is that we can do to help you uh, move into the direction where you're feeling uh, as good as you want to feel, and you're reaching all of your health goals. Then, of course, Soulful Conception. It is on its way early next year. Um, if you are looking to get pregnant, if it's if it's next year, if it is, you know, five years down the road, um, I hope that you will reach out to me, ask me any questions, because this is this is um, my goal is this to be is for this to be a game changer for all of those who are looking to build their families, create their families, uh, now, tomorrow, later, all of those know this too that. Um, it also is for those who are currently struggling. Um, my, my, I will have people involved in this program who are true experts in so many areas of fertility, of the fertility space, um, that it is going to be, uh, it's gonna be so robust. And that's what I really want. I want it to be robust, I want it to be informative, I want it to be fun, I want it to be educational. Um, so we will have experts in IVF, we'll have experts in hypnofertility, we'll have experts in epigenetics and food and, you know, detoxification and all of these things that really matter to having a healthy pregnancy and creating healthy babies. So I hope you all have a beautiful, amazing, and very, very Merry Christmas. Um, I plan to take next week off so I can focus on the business and focus on my year next year. So uh, it'll be a repeat, but I hope that you have a beautiful Christmas, that you are with your family and loving on your family, whatever it is that you're celebrating, love on your family, have some fun, uh, take some time to be still. I hope that you really will, will take that to heart. Take some time to be still, eat some good food, maybe drink a little wine. I will probably have a little bit of wine um, and I'm looking forward to it. So thank you, reach out, let me know if there's any way that I can be of service to you and we will see you January 
2023. Can't believe it. See y'all later.